growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Well, hello there, beautiful. I'm so glad you could join me today. So I have a question for you. What if I could save you more time and stress, right? Or what if I said that today we're talking about getting more freedom in your life? Now, I know that most beauty professionals, they go into this field because they want to make a difference. They want to help people. They have a passion and that's what fuels them. And then if you decide to start your own business versus working for someone else, because you crave that freedom, you want that lifestyle of to do what you want and make up your own rules and that type of thing, right? To be your own boss. And what most of us find out (laughs) is that it's the opposite, right? It's like having three horrible bosses. You're working way more than you ever thought possible and you don't have the freedom, right? What you thought it was going to be, that lifestyle where you're just on the go and doing what you want is not exactly how it is, especially when you're first starting. So today we're going to talk about how you can get more freedom, save more time, and also have less stress and stop being the bottleneck in your business. What we're going to be talking about today is some of the things that we talk about in the Elevate program, some of the things I'm always talking about with my student, whether you are trying to just get your business going, or if you've been going for a while, you'll probably notice that when you start your business, usually people have that goal of 100,000 six-figure mark, right? You can get there in your business without systems, but if you are wanting to grow and if you're thinking, okay, I'm ready to double that, it is going to be hard to do that without burning yourself out, right? You're going to be working a lot harder to grow and really kind of torturing yourself unless you have systems. You might have systems like an online scheduler, right? If you have something that books your appointments online, for a lot of people, they're still doing that by hand where people, the clients call, then they take their appointments. And it's really scary for them to move to an online system because that means giving up some of that control. But when they do move to an online system, they notice that it gets a lot easier that their business, when you start to get some of that automation in your business, that it makes things a lot easier. That's one of the parts of systems. So when you think about systems, people think, oh, that sounds like constricting. But when you have systems, that's what gives you the time and the freedom. And hopefully you'll get that today. When you have a system, you can hire someone to do the parts that you don't want to do or that you don't need to do. You can also, it also saves you stress because every time you think of what you need to do, right? When you go think about what you need to do for the day, that it takes energy and it also burns calories in the brain. And sometimes you even might miss something. Whereas if you had a system, a process that was like a checklist, then you could easily 
move about your day, right? You get it done, you get it done faster and more efficiently. So if you had that laminated checklist, think about how much easier it would be. Let's just say it was a laminated checklist for how you prep your room before a client. Maybe it was a laminated checklist of how you deal with a customer complaint, right? Maybe it was a checklist on how you follow up with a customer. And the reason that I've been thinking about this lately, I mean, first of all, it's something that I'm always talking about. But one of the reasons I've been thinking about it more so lately is that I just hired an operations manager. I've had other virtual assistants that, oh my gosh, have been that I just adore. They're part of our team and they help me get things done. But having an operations manager, and I and let me also say that I do have some systems, but having an operations manager means that I have to look at my business in a whole new way because I knew that I needed to grow and I knew that I was being the bottleneck in my own business. So if you think about a cup and if you had water in a cup, if I was to turn it over, right, the tea would just come out, right? It would just flow out. But if this was a bottle, right, think of the, like the tight bottle, it goes slow, right? And so that is the bottleneck, right? And that is what you might be doing in your business. When everything has to keep going through you, you become the bottleneck for your business, right? So where you're like, oh, I want to grow my social media, but I have to do all the posting and I have to do all the graphics, right? And so when you're able to you know, have that system that you put in place, which we're going to talk about today, then you can offload that, right? Hire someone to do that and they can take care of that, take that off your plate and it goes so much faster, right? And then you're focusing on the main things. So hiring this operations manager has, it's something that I knew I needed to do, but it takes some work. So that is the disclaimer that it does take some work at the beginning. And I knew that there was going to be some parts. So I have to go through and create systems now for everything. Like I said, we did have systems for a few things, but now we're creating lots of systems. And again, that when you have those systems, it's going to allow you to automate, delegate, and give you freedom right? And they can execute on the process and save you time. And that's one of the things is I have the systems and you might be this way, but it's all in my brain, right? So I know the responses to those things, but if it keeps coming back to me, then I am impeding my own growth. And I see that happen so many times with beauty professionals. And that's how really you start to take your business to the next level when you're stretching yourself outside your comfort zone to hire somebody. So you might be thinking, April, I just want more clients, right? I, I'm just wanting to get at that beginning stage, right? I just want to get to that six-figure mark. And like I said before, you could get to that six-figure mark by yourself without anybody's help. But usually when you're wanting to double that and really grow, that's when you're going to need more people or else you're going to burn out because it's a lot to take on. And so I would also ask you, like, what if you had a social media post tomorrow that went viral, <laughs> right? What if you had a post that was like people were loving and it was going crazy and then you had this influx of clients, which sounds like a great problem, would you be able to handle it? right? Would you be able to handle all those clients coming into your business? So here's the ugly truth. And this is kind of the hard pill that I had to swallow that I was the reason, and you might also be the reason that your business feels stuck. 
right? Because the energy that you're putting out is the energy that you're getting back. So if you are thinking, I want to grow, but I can't because it's all up to me, right? It feels like it's all on your shoulders. You might be keeping yourself stuck. And the thing is that when you start to see how your business can be with these systems, you start to realize what's possible because this frees up your time from looking at the $10 an hour task and doing the $10 an hour task, like tinkering with a logo or you know working on your website or even just posting on social media. That really is a $10 an hour task. And then you can focus on what is the hundred or even thousand dollar an hour task in your business. Like actually bringing in the sales, the overall marketing vision, actually doing the services for the clients, right? It frees up time for you to do more of those things. So imagine if you had a system for following up, right? With your clients and it was documented, not just in your head where you had a go-to, of course you can tweak it, right? If you had a way of talking to your clients each time that you knew every time a new client called that you were able to convey the value of your services, kind of like a little bit like a script, but not like a robot. And you were able to convey the value of your services as well as get them to book appointments, right? If you were in control of that because you had an outline. So even if you're in quarantine or if you're out of quarantine, now is the time to start creating these systems so that you can grow. The expression is you have to dig the well before you're thirsty. So you have to prepare now for that business growth. And so what I want you to do is I want you to start documenting the process of things in your workday. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to outline. So you might want to take a pen and paper, write this down. You're going to outline what you do every day while you're at work. Okay. So what is a typical day for you? You go to the office. You could even do this for your typical Saturday too. And it's pretty enlightening on, you know, where, you know, when you're at the end of the day and you're like, man, where did that day go? And then if you start documenting it, you realize, wow, I was on social media for two and a half hours today. Like it might've been 20 minutes here to check on something. It might've been another 15 minutes here. But when you add it all up, it was a lot more time than you realized. So you are going to document, you're going to go to your office and you're going to write down everything you do in the day. So I drive to work, I go to the office. When I get into the office, I check my email or maybe you check your voicemail. I set up for the first client. While I'm waiting for that client to come in, I scroll a little bit on Instagram or I make a post. Like Again, I'm just kind of riffing on some things that you might do. Write those processes down write everything that you're doing, write it down. And then what I want you to do is write down every system you have, right? For it. Okay. So if you're like, okay, I do have a system for how I set up before a client comes in. Okay. Perfect. Write that down. And if this is a lot for you to write down, sometimes I just take my phone And I'll just go to, I don't know, Android and iPhone might be different. You can do a voice memo, but what I like to do is I do either voice to text and then I can copy it and put it into a document like a Google Docs, or you could actually send yourself an email 
And when you send yourself an email, you can speak into the email, right? Like that, I can do that with my iPad. I will speak into, so it will talk to text. And it's not always exactly right. You have to go back and fix some words. But then that saves you so much time. So just while you're, you know, whether it's a voice memo or whatever it is while you're doing it, what I want it to do is one, you could just record it and then go back and type it out or you can talk to text it. Yeah. So you're going to take that and then you're going to copy it and then put that into a document and start building out that system. So you're going to document that process. Then what I'm going to have you do Again, you can do this with an easy voicemail so it doesn't have to take too much time. I want you then to write down on the side of each item, how long did it take you? So the first thing is you're gonna write down your daily tasks. You're gonna write down how long did it take you to do each item? So let's just say you, maybe you set up for a client, okay? Or you check your email. So you got email here, and that takes you 20 minutes. You have social media, you know, maybe you do your post for the day. So we're just going to put an SM for social media. And that takes you, usually it takes people a good 20 to 30 minutes to think about what they want to post, get the picture, get the hashtags, things like that. But so let's just say, and also because they usually get a little distracted by looking at a few other posts before they actually get to posting their posts. <laughs> Let me know if that's you. So let's just say that takes you 30 minutes each day. Now, what you can also do is add that up for the week. So first do it daily, then figure it out what it is weekly and even monthly, because that's when you're really going to see where your time is going. Now, the next thing I'm going to have you do in the next category is figure out what you do the most. Like, so, and then also, so that's going to be on your time. So in this category, figure out what's taking the most time out of your schedule and what's taking the longest amount of time. And then in the next category, we're also going to write down in terms of importance, right? And what the activity cost is. So let's just say this is going to be activity cost, right? how much it costs you to do. And the last one would be how important it is. So maybe you do it on a scale from one to five. So for example, if you're actually doing a client service, that is going to be a five in terms of importance, right? Or if you want to do number one in terms of importance, but on a scale from one to 10, one being the lowest, five being the highest in terms of importance. So you're going to write down the daily tasks right? What you're doing, you're going to write down how much time it's taking you to do that. And then you're going to write down how much it costs you to do that task. And you're also going to write the value. So these two are kind of hand in hand, the value. And what you're really looking for when you do all of this is you want to find the costs that take you the longest amount of time, but also have the lowest activity value. So you're looking for ones that are low here, right? And this is what you want to hire for. So it's going to be a repetitive task. You see, it keeps showing up every day, right? Several times a month. It's your going to be your daily task that is taking you the longest amount of time and has the lowest activity value, right? And so then you know you can hire someone, someone internationally, 
to do it for $5 an hour, maybe even someone locally to do it for $10 an hour, depending on where you live. I'm just speaking right now from own experience, like the US dollar is stronger than some other countries' currencies. And so, you know, when I pay them $5 an hour, they're able to have a really good living and doing working from home and doing what they want and having the freedom that they want. So you're looking at the importance of the task and you start to figure out where you could hire someone else, right? Because your time is valuable. And I really want you to get this because, and when you value your time and your energy, you start to have more time, energy, and money, okay? When you start to see the importance of that. This is also about elevating your business, right? And really leveraging resources and not just thinking, you know, a lot of times we, as women, I think, you know, we think, oh, I can just do it all myself. And yes, you could, but if you want to get there faster with less stress, which is the goal to get back the freedom that you want, the reason why you really started that beauty business, I really want you to think about how you can create these systems in your business and start documenting these repetitive tasks that are kind of sucking the life out of you and things that you're really not even loving doing so that you can focus on what you do love to do. And also start to think about how you can grow your business. There's a great saying, and I don't know who said it, but it says that money loves speed. Instead of saying, okay, I'm going to get there someday, right? Or, you know, it taking you three years to get there, you can get there faster when you look at your business in a new way. And so now this is where I start to hear people say, yeah, but April, I can't afford to hire someone. And I get it because I've been there. I've been there when my business wasn't making any money, not even paying the bills, right? Like we all start from zero, right? And then you turn that zero into one customer and you know one you turn into two. Like everybody starts from zero. It just depends on if you stay there or not, right? And so I want to just you have a little bit of a reframe of thinking, think about it in a different way because when you think that you can't afford to hire someone, again, I just told you like you could hire someone for $5 an hour and they could work for four hours for $20 for your business, which is, you know, like they say, a cup of coffee a day or the price of, you know, going out to eat. It's going to save you four hours for the week. I mean, what can you do with four more hours? Hopefully you can really get something done to really move your business forward. And remember that if you're thinking that you can't afford to hire someone, then you stay stuck. And also remember that how you see your business, right? How you see business determines what's possible for you, okay? And I want you to let that soak in for a moment because your perspectives and your beliefs determine your actions. And one of my favorite sayings is, if you argue for your limitations, then you keep them. So, you know, you right now we are in kind of weird place after quarantine and they're talking about recession and maybe depression and all of these things with the economy. It's kind of this weird time. And I made a step forward in faith to hire this operations manager because I see the vision of where I want my business to go. Because I did this with my own beauty business. I grew my own beauty business from, you know, nothing to six figures while only working three days a week. 
because the idea is not to work more and kill yourself. The idea is to make a good amount of money so that you can give back, so that you can serve at a higher level, so that I could be there for my family, so that I could show up as the best person that I want to show up. So it's not really necessarily always about the income. It's just that the income helps you make a bigger impact, which you guys already know that anyways. But the point is, when you, uh, like I said before, when you argue for your limitations, like I could have said back then, well, I can't afford to hire someone. And I would have stayed small and stressed, right? And wondering, wow, where's that freedom? When am I going to get to what I thought I would get to with starting the business, (laughs) right? And that's why I say that when you start to find all of the excuses, yeah, but yeah, but then you stay in that yeah, but yeah, but you don't know my circumstances. You don't know. I started that business. I had just been laid off. I had, when I started my um, permanent makeup business, I'd been laid off. I was going through an emotional time of infertility and IVF and all of that. If you don't know that story, it's a long story. I won't get into it now, but it was coming out of a really dark time and depression for me. And then I'm starting my business in the, it was in 2008 when it was an economic recession, when people were not buying beauty services and I'm starting a business. And the blessing was that I did get pregnant and I had twin toddlers. So if you're like, I don't have time or I don't have money, I didn't have any of that. I had zero time with twin toddlers. My husband traveled, so it was just me. I don't have family support. I mean, I do, but they're in different states. You know, you find ways, you get past your limitations. If nothing else, take time to really look at what you do on a daily basis. And even if you're not to the point of hiring somebody, start to put those systems together to save yourself time, first of all, right? Like the checklist and also to save yourself stress so that you have a system that, okay, if somebody calls with a complaint, this is how I respond. And by the way, if you've never had that happen, that's awesome. But just know that the longer you're in business, it's not that anybody's bad. It's just a law of averages. You can't make everyone happy. So the longer you're in business, you're going to face somebody that's not happy. And it might not be anything that you did. It's just that, you know, that person had different expectations. So having a process for that, having a system of how you'll handle that. Okay. And God forbid it turns into anything scary with, you know, insurance or anything like that, but having a system for that, knowing what to do, you know, like they say, have a plan, know your fire exits before it's time, right? And so start to think about what is possible in your business and how you can up-level your business with systems. And the other thing I'll tell you is this is a process. It does not happen overnight. It takes time and it does take some time and energy up front, but it saves you time and energy on the back end. And one of the things that I have learned is that it's one of those things that nobody's like, yes, I get to put together systems for my business. <laughs> I, you know, you don't really necessarily look forward to it, but it's really eye-opening, right? Like being a beauty entrepreneur and having your own business is, it's like a lot of self-development, right? But when you also start to document your processes, you start to realize where you can improve, right? And you start to see, oh, this is where I could do better, or this is where we're missing a step, or this is where things are kind of falling through. You know, so like I said at the beginning of this, people think, oh, I just need more clients. Sometimes you get more clients, and it's like putting water 
into a bucket that has holes in it. You don't have systems, so you're not able to keep the client. You're not able to convert the clients into buyers. So you're getting the awareness and the attention, but they're not turning into buyers. And it's not about just having more followers or any of those vanity numbers. It's really about looking at the big impact and the big dreams that you have for your business and how you're going to get there. And so we're going to reverse engineer that to get you there. So these are some of the things that we talk about in my Elevate program. Yay, I'm so glad that's resonating with you. We were going to actually open the doors for Elevate. My team and I had things in place to do that for the end of this month. But since we had this whole time to really look at fully integrating our business for growth, we, and for a few other reasons, we decided to postpone the enrollment and not open the doors till mid-July. So I know that's a bummer for some people, but don't worry, it's still going to happen. We just needed to get a few things buttoned up where we are giving you guys the best experience possible. We have great fantastic testimonials from our students and that's all good, but we're always just looking to improve. And I would challenge you to do the same thing. Look at your business, try to be objective about it. See, again, just to review, looking at your daily tasks, how long it takes you, the importance of those tasks and the value of that activity. And you want to find the lowest activity value that takes you the longest that you do on a repetitive basis. And you want to hire that out so that you can grow your business to the next level. Hopefully you are starting to look at your business in a new way. I think these are things that I know for me, when I went to beauty school and, and even in advanced classes that I've taken, nobody really talks about these things and talks about how to grow your business. I even in college, I went to, to school, studied marketing and business, and people really didn't talk about systems for scaling for the small business owner. And that's really what you need to know so that you're not that hamster on the wheel so that you're not burnt out. And you can also, as we always say, make a bigger impact and do what you love to do. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.